Oi, oi, and welcome to the Orient Outlook podcast, sponsored by HF Blastering, with myself, Steve Nussbaum, and as always, I'm joined by my good friend, South Stand chum, the bearded legend, the one and only, the daddy-o, Mr. Paul Evie. Thank you very much indeed, and for the second or third time this season, sat in the same room, always a pleasure. So, hello everybody, welcome back, this is episode number 248, and thanks to everyone who tuned into last week's show. Fantastic listening figures from our perspective, given that uh, people are still not into their pre-pandemic routines. This week, I'm sure it's in no small doubt that they wanted to listen to what Matt Porter had to say about the managerial appointment. So thank you to Matt Porter, to Adam, to James, and also to Dave Victor, who very kindly gave us their time in last week's show. And if you haven't listened yet, don't worry, it is still there. I think Matt Porter's on just around the just under the hour and a half mark, very interesting comments from him. But this week is a special show uh, because of the managerial announcement. We couldn't not do something. So we're going to cover everyone's views that we've had in in the last week from that. And we've also got minimal amount of news, although some significant news that as it turned out to be today. Um, but as always, we're going to start with a word about our sponsor. We absolutely are, who you must know by now, are AGF Plastering, an Essex-based plastering rendering company. They cover all aspects of domestic and commercial work specialising in silicone colour render systems and the best part is they offer 15% off for all Leighton Orient fans and staff as Adam is very good at publicly stating that on all aspects of social media. <laughs> so if you want more information and you want the best plastering and rendering prices around you can visit AJF's website at www.ajfplastering.co.uk or you can email the team at ajfplastering at outlook.com or we've mentioned social media, Adam and the team are on Facebook and Instagram at AJF Plastering. And Adam is also on Twitter at Big Ads with a Z L O F C. So shout out for our sponsor. Great support over the season. It's been yep. a pleasure working with him and going into next season as well. We look forward to continuing a tremendous relationship. Absolutely. Thank you for everything that you do for us as well, Ad. So a couple of pieces of AOB for you this week, and this is a a brilliant thing to to be able to to mention. Well done to young O's fan Super Harry Hebron, whose team, the UPR Pumas, were victorious earlier today and won the Brentwood Alliance League Division 4. So that's no mean feat that to win to win your uh, to win your league. So well done to Harry. Well done to all the boys at the UPR Pumas as well. Yeah, well done to Harry and the boys. Another piece of AOB is that Nielsen Kaufman retired as the club's historian after fifty years and twelve books. That's a lot of books, a lot of years put in there. Some half graft. A hundred percent, yeah, a hundred percent. But they are absolutely outstanding books. I've got two or three of them at home. They're absolutely brilliant. So great spot there from Mr. Levy. Thanks for everything, Neil, and we wish him all the best for the future. Hope he enjoys his retirement from your South Stand chums coming to you live from Orient Outlook. Absolutely. Podcast Thank hours. you for doing the books that you've done. Absolutely useful, particularly when uh, certain facts in the podcast that I've used, I've got from from his books as well. Um, so yeah, no, brilliant. And I caught that because Davis posted in one of the one of the Facebook groups. So thanks to Davis Watson for, uh, for for posting there. So let's move on then with a very, very, very quick roundup of what happened uh, in the past seven days. So as always, we start with Coulson Monday, the 17th of May. Quiet day, no news to report. Episode 247 was going down. I think it's fair to say a bit of a storm. 
It did. It did very well, like you've alluded to. Very long, but the end of season uh, episodes are traditionally long, although it turns out it's not the end of season episode. So, <laughs> to who I choose that in, the 18th of May, rumours abound on social media with reports starting to surface that Kenny Jacket was set to be appointed as O's manager. As great as social media is, it can also be a massive hindrance at points. There are so many rumours flying about, you know, yeah. all different names, and all it takes is just one tweet to completely change the mood and to change everything about anything, and it just sets off this whole chain reaction that can last for oh, so quite a few hours. And I guess where people haven't been inside a football stadium as well, it all plays into that mentality thing it's just it's got to be talked to death and the minute someone gets a sniff of something it's you know in ITK you know in the nose putting it out there but one account was right and one account sadly wasn't but that's just how it kind of goes or two accounts weren't right or were right sorry one sadly wasn't but that's kind of how it goes sometimes but never mind so we move on then to Wednesday the 19th of May another quiet day at the club, as one source stated that Paul Tisdale was about to be appointed, as I just alluded to, and also that Kenny Jacket was a strong favourite. I think Sky Bet had at one point ceased taking bets on Kenny Jacket, suspended betting on him. Yeah, so always the bookies have their ways of doing whatever yeah. they tend to do. But like Matt Porter said last week, someone puts a tenner on someone randomly, all of a sudden the you know the the, the numbers can change, so it's not a real... Good no, it never measuring is. stick, is it? So never is. No, never. So Thursday, the 20th of May, then, despite, again, more rumours, it was a very quiet day as nothing happened. So this is quite a... Obviously, it's going to be a pivotal day, but it's a monumental massive... Monumental for you, I think. Monumental for me. So we have called Fridays, Mooney Fridays, yeah. for the last four years, basically, since the uh, introduction of our new board. It's been Mooney Friday... It feels like a new era, not just for the club, but for the Orient Outlook podcast. So we are changing Mooney Friday, which we'll always respect and we'll always raise a glass to Mooney Friday. But new beginnings, new eras, this day shall now be known as Kenny Friday. So Kenny Friday from now on, ladies and gentlemen. So Kenny Friday, the 21st of May. Absolutely. A busy day. Started in the morning with the club announcing that head physio Keaton Patel will be joining Sunderland AFC and also Head of Physical Performance Michael Cooper is going to be joining Tottenham Hotspurs Academy. Good luck to both of you. Thanks for all your hard work and efforts and supporting the club and doing what you do and bringing your expertise and skills to help the betterment of our squad. So thank you very much, guys, and we wish you every success in your future careers. And they're not small clubs they're joining. Tottenham no. Hotspur and Sunderland, who are League One, but you know they're set up for. They're, they're set up. up for. They'll be back in the championship. Yeah, yeah give it time. So congratulations. And then at twelve fifteen, it was the news that we had all been waiting for, as Kenny Jacket was announced as the news O's first team manager on a one-year rolling contract. Kenny said, "I see later on." As a club full of potential, that's the attraction. My own personal ambition is to take us to the next level. We really want to hit the ground running, unite the club, and be successful in the coming season. Squad planning is vital. The summer is such an important time. Now, we would love to be able to bring you Kenny on tonight's podcast or anyone from the board. We tried. We were unsuccessful in our attempt. So you're just going to have to bear with my views and our views and lots of your views. So, Mr. Levy, Kenny Jacket. Yeah, real statement of intent. A real statement of intent. You know, he has got the pedigree, 
We've got the CV we wanted, probably a bigger CV than we mm. were initially looking for. Uh, so that says a lot about us. Ticks a lot of the boxes. Uh, as I say, more than probably what we thought. Got good connections in the game as well. Been at a lot of clubs, been around a very long time. So I guess with him, it probably then attracts a better, a better type of player. Whether they'll want the wages that are on offer. Uh, whether we so here's the thing do you go for like you know we had a, a really large squad this season um, do we next season go for a smaller squad like what we, we had with Russell Slade in the 13-14 season 16-18 first choice players and then three or four loan signings and youth players to top that up but you know those players will literally be playing week in week out um, which will be difficult on a Saturday-Tuesday uh, arrangement if that ever comes back in um, so what I'm saying is, do we go for a slightly bigger squad with a slightly lesser quality or do we go for a smaller squad, have better players in that because that's the type of player that Kenny might be able to bring and therefore bigger wages, but obviously keeping in mind the financial fair play rules that we have, despite the investment that we've got, you know, they're not spending millions of pounds on advertising holdings or whatever the Etihad guys did at Man City, like he got his brother-in-law or something to sponsor something for mm. several hundred, that's how they got around that. Um Good, good, you know, good problems, I guess, for Martin uh, and and the uh, and the committee, the transfer committee to have, you know, got to be looking at minimum playoffs, probably automatics as a as a feasible route now, depending on summer recruitment. But like Kent has always said, you know, we always look to go for League One ready players. So, you know, on paper last season, Nick Freeman was that kind of yeah. player that we would look to go for. So, are we going to look for more? On paper, Nick Freeman's, for example, um, I think possibly, arguably, one of the most exciting signings that we've had in a long time um, in terms of an of a name draw. You know, Justin, God rest his soul, was also a massive draw for us when we were in the National League. It's kind of like that, like you said at the beginning, like a new era, that kind of next evolution in our life journey as a as a football league club. Um, it seems like we've hit that. I guess. I hate to be sound. I hate to bring a negative into it, but my only concern with someone like Kenny Jacket is whether we're doing well or not. If a big club comes in for him for whatever reason through contacts because we're doing well, whatever, is Kenny likely to kind of like leave us midway through a season, regardless of the fact he's on a one-year rolling contract, which would draw probably quite minimal um, compensation. My concern is that he's almost too big for us, a name. And I don't know if that's just my glass half empty kind of element coming. Don't get me wrong, I'm absolutely chuffed to bits that we've got Kelly Jacket. And I genuinely think, as a minimum playoff, probably looking at second or third in the league. That's probably, if I was able to bet, that's probably what I'm going to do. But as I say, the concern is if a, a Sunderland aren't doing well or an Ipswich or a Charlton get rid of their managers because they're struggling a bit and they promise him everything, is he suddenly going to go, guys, I've got a chance to go back up a league or a championship side that might not be doing so well but throw three times the money that we're offering? Is he going to go, like, that's too good for me to turn down? Are we going to lose it? But I hope and pray that <laughs> that doesn't happen. Because like you said before we started recording, that could have happened to Justin and probably, you know, you know, had he have not passed and would have been with us at some point, yeah. he would have left us. And at some point, Kenny will leave us. But I'm I'm talking kind of like jumping ship midway through. Okay. Good views. Yeah, I think it was the one we wanted. As soon as his name came up in conversations, you're like, that's the one. Mm. 
who you want. I think, you know, nobody wanted Calderwood. I think we can all agree that Calderwood <coughs> was a firm no from the fan base. An unpopular choice, yeah. Unpopular choice. Tisdale wouldn't have been a bad appointment, I must say. I would have been fine with Tisdale. But yep. when it became kind of with a two with two or three days to go and the two names that are being rounded about, Tisdale or Jacket, for me, yeah. it's, it's, got, it's got to be Jacket. It seems like he'd be a good fit for Orient and we've spoken about this enough times on the podcast about people fitting into Orient. So I think Jacket fits into Orient like you can see him being well he's Orient manager but it kind of fits like they fit together he's a summoner he's a London boy his dad, played, his dad played for the club like back, back in the day for a couple of games that he alluded to in his interview so okay. fits well there yeah. you know other clubs would be looking at that in League 2 like your Bradfords who are, I don't think have appointed a new manager yet your Salfords who have appointed Swindons. Gary Bowyer Swindon's again that's that's a great appointment and it will get the people who know the lower league football will look at that not just Orient fans but will look at that and go blimey how they got him in yeah. because this time last year he was building a squad to try and get out of League 1 with Portsmouth and now he's doing the same but at a lower level yeah. and for that you have to give a massive congratulations to the board so great We've sat here and criticised Martin Ling various points and the fans have as well certain points during the last four years rightly and wrongly I would say during what's happened but I think for this you have to say massive kudos for being able to attract someone like Kenny Jacket because it's one thing having a coffee with them which is like the first step that Martin's alluded to yeah. but then selling them the vision of the club and getting him to sign on the dotted line because it's big risk for Jacket. If Jacket comes and doesn't do anything and we finish mid-table, it's not going to do Jacket's reputation any good. So it's a big risk for Jacket as well, like Justin was. You know, Justin dropped into non-league. That was a a big risk for Justin as yeah. well. So that's really good. Like you said, I think we're going to end up getting a stronger calibre of player due to Kenny, which isn't a bad thing no. whatsoever. Really happy with that. His press conference was really good. He speaks very well. Um, I was impressed with that. Polished, he said something he? very clever where he said it's not about the quality of player, it's about the right player getting in. And I found myself nodding and going, yes, like you've hit the nail on the head. And you talked about like the Slade team, and I don't like to keep comparing people, but that team, that wasn't the strongest team. There were right. much better strikers than Mooney and Lisby at that point yes. in the same league. But it was the way he had the right players all at the right time coming together. And that's what an experienced Correct. manager will bring so I'm very, very excited. And I liked what he had to say about the hard work starts now with the summer. He was saying how important the summer is to kind of get a good summer, get the right people in, get a good pre-season in, and that, and that way you're running into the start of the season. So yeah, agree. I'm very happy. What I will say is, though, lots of fans already, and I'm sure some of it's for Jess saying we're going to walk the league. League 2 is going to be very difficult. Salford will be stronger. Bradford will be stronger. Tranmere will be stronger, having you know been knocked out of the playoffs. For- Forest, Forest Green, Green Rovers will be back. Swindon have come down. It's it, there's teams who Port Vale were looking really good until you know the end of the season. You know with Daryl Clark. There's it's going to be a hard, hard division. Exeter, for God's sake, who you know seem to be up there around there all the time. It's going to be really really difficult division to get out of. Joey Barton at Bristol Rovers, Northampton Town who always do well at League 2. We ain't going to walk no division. We ain't going to win this division by 20 points. We're not going to win all 46 no. games. So it's going to be a hard, a hard league to get out of. But like you said, Paul, I playoffs at an absolute minimum Min- now, minimum. you would expect top three 
Yeah, but it's very hard to say at the moment because we ain't got a squad for intents and purposes. We've got six players, really, who we know are playing. We don't know anyone else confirmed for next season yet. So it's going to be an exciting season. I think Kenny Jackett is going to put bums on seats. I think we'll all be there for the first home game of the season, anticipating thrashing whoever comes to Brisbane Road because yeah. that's just what we do. But we're getting away with ourselves, though, aren't we? That's going to we be are. We absolutely are because we could end up losing our first three games, and everyone's going, "Oh, it's all the wrong. It's all rubbish. This one's a what a bad sign, and who's sorted that one out?" Well, you know, it's going to be you know, you know what I mean? It's like Orient we'll, style. We'll go it? back to National League. We drew our first three games in our championship winning season. Yeah. So what we set the world alight. It might take time. It's going to pretty much be a new team. You would imagine. Yeah. Even if some of the players stay, you imagine at least six or seven new faces will be playing together for the first time. Um, but all we can say is what a, an amazing appointment. And it was exciting and it seems to have engaged the whole Orient fan base. And out of all the tweets we get, because you know, anyone who listens to the pod will know how lucky we are to get the amount of the tweets that we get. Mm-hmm. 100% positive. 100% positive. Yeah. And that's the first time ever... I would say maybe Justin, but I can't remember as far back as Justin's appointment. But you know, Ross never had the hundred percent backing of the fan base. Joby didn't. Cole Fletcher certainly didn't. So we sit here tonight, and all we can say is, well done to the ball for the appointment, and how exciting it is to be an Orient fan at the moment, given yeah. the fact of who the first team manager is, and given today's news that we'll come on to shortly. Yeah. Of the players who are out of contract that have been offered new contracts, do you think they're jumping on the phone to their agent straight away saying, get me signed? Or do you think they'll wait to speak to Kenny first, see what start, I think type of what... manager he is, see what type of a man he is, see what how he wants to play? Because you argue that with Dan Johnson, for, as, a, as an example, Dan Johnson, like, since January, I know he was injured for most of January and whatnot, but when he came back into the squad, barely touched the ball never mind scored a goal and you think that someone like that is like well am I going to stay here and get service or am I going to have a whole season where I might get 10 goals if I'm lucky there are some players who no doubt in my mind have already signed contracts with other clubs who might now be thinking should I have done that but what of those six that we've offered yeah, contracts to yeah, yeah. because any, any clubs can offer those players contracts yeah, and, and you know I'm sure football being the way it is that there's been gentlemen's agreements and shaking hands and, and signings on paper you know of contracts on paper that have already been done I'd say if those players haven't I don't think it would take much for Kenny to convince them because they'll look at that and go that's a great manager for League 2 and again with today's news about investment so you go it's hopeful I mean Viguru that we spoke about last week his tweet seemed like a goodbye tweet that didn't seem like it was a player who was going to be playing playing on next season Danny Johnson He's, we, on a, he's on a tour of England at the moment, well, isn't he? Well, we know Danny Johnson. Orient fans know that if you get Danny Johnson the service, he's going to score, right? That's that's You don't have to be clever to work that out. We've seen it. Get him the service and create him chances, he will score, right? That's that's not... Yeah, yeah. We know that's difficult. And all the out-of-contract players go happy, probably... So I can't imagine too many clubs would be after happy, if I'm honest. Because of the season he's had. Because of the season he's had. Brophy, again, I think looking at Brophy's age... I think he could. Can't, he could, but whether clubs will look at him and go, a, a good League One club will look at Brophy and go, should we take a punt on him? Not, I don't think he'll I'm move. Not sure. I yeah. don't think he'd move because he's bought a place in Loughton, so I don't think he'll move. Well, he signed a contract, didn't he? Basically, for intents and purposes. If he, Probably. If he just bought a place in Loughton, where else is he going? He ain't, he ain't going West Ham. No. Do you know what I mean? He ain't going West Ham or Tottenham, is he? So, or South End. Yeah, yeah. you imagine he's probably signed. And then, 
Colchester maybe, I don't know. You know, Connor maybe, but Connor, you know, I think we've had this conversation. As good as Connor Wilkinson is, he's hindered the team at points this season. And he might not he might not fit into the the style of football that Kenny Jacket wants to play. Or if you believe everything that you read, that Connor Wilkinson will only play on the right hand side of the pitch and doesn't want to play anywhere else. An experienced manager like Kenny Jacket saying, Well you play in the centre or you can go. He, you know, God knows. So some big decisions. It's going to be a very exciting couple of months. I'm very excited to see about the calibre of player who's going to come in. So, yeah, the amazing times to be an Orient yeah. fan. So those were our views. Uh, as always, we've got loads of your views that come in via Twitter. We have a new way of capturing your views that we put on our social media accounts a couple of times via a voice <coughs> messaging service. We got a really great message from Orient Liam who sent us a voice message. So here. Is Orient Liam? Hello, this is Orient Liam on Twitter. And um, first of all, I think a round of applause should go to the board and Martin Ling for being able to pull off uh, a manager like Kenny Jacket and his calibre. But I think a thing that the club and the fans haven't necessarily considered yet is for the past two years, under Fletcher, under Ross, under Joby, we never really had an identity. We never really had a had a footballing style. We'd just be playing, you could say, a good style of football for League Two. But now that Kenny Jacket's in, um, hopefully he'll bring in players that he trusts and he knows and he'll build a team that he trusts. And then we can play the style of football that he wants. And I feel like that will inspire the fans, no matter what it is, if we're playing his style of football. Great there stuff. Yeah, so thank you to Orient Liam. You can hear the clarity within that message. It couldn't be easier to drop us a voice message. So if you want to do so, drop us a DM. We would love to hear from you. It's not just Twitter that we can take your views on. So like we said, loads of views came into us. This is going to be a nice little um, roundup here because it's all positive and it's been a while since we can say all of our feedback and tweets yeah. have been positive. So Wadsey started the ball rolling said, well, I know the rumours were flying around, but I am still flabbergasted. What a statement of intent from the board. Yeah, Boatsy said, what a statement of intent as well. <laughs> Key word. I think that's going to be literally the, the, the buzzword of these uh, of these tweets. Great work by Lingy and the rest of the board to get King Kenny to manage our great club. Hopefully, Kenny can now get to work on making signings, rebuilding and changing the ethos of the club. This really is a new era for LOFC. I, I think that's right. It is a new era. You know, it's now time to put the past behind us and move forwards. Yeah, the, the end of this chapter has closed now. With the players who are moving on, the National League chapter is completely gone. And it's an exciting time. Really, QB United, credit where it's due. That's a really good appointment by Ling, the board and the owners. I will say about the board and the owners is when we had Nigel on and they had just appointed Joby, I think we were all a bit unsure and we spoke to Nigel when we kind of went with his enthusiasm. Yeah. But it took buy-in. The Kenny Jacket appointment doesn't take any buy-in. As soon as you see that, right, Kenny Jacket, you're in, like, yes. Same with Justin. Yeah, absolutely. Sorry to keep coming back to it, but it was the same, it was that marketing appointment of a manager who is going to drive and take the club forwards. It's, it's, yeah, you're absolutely right. And, you know, as, as much as we loved Ross Embleton, as much as we loved Joby McEnough, True. as much as we despised Carl Fletcher... It's hard to despise someone you don't really not know. Not despise him or didn't like him as Orient manager <coughs> because you could see... We never see, took to him. Never yeah. took to him. This, this is the first appointment since Justin. You go, yes, yes. Like, 
only a fool would argue against this appointment. Yeah, I agree. The authentic Gaz also tweeted in. He said, "This is phenomenal, a phenomenal appointment. Well done to everyone for pulling this off. Bring on the squad rebuild, and next season can't come soon enough." Yeah, Speno zero one one again. It's a statement of intent. Exciting times ahead. The only way is up. I like the way he finishes the tweet. It may take time, but I'm happy. Like we said, it, it's going to take 100%. time. We ain't going to start whipping teams four or five now. Anyone who expects to see Orient like win the first five games is it? It ain't going to happen like that just because yeah. it won't. But it will take time. But we have full confidence. You know, we'll lose games that we shouldn't lose against teams we should be beating. Yeah. We will draw against teams in, in games that we should, probably should either have lost or won, and we'll win games convincingly. That's just football. Yeah. It doesn't just because we've got Kenny. I nearly said Kenny Dalglish then. Just Kenny because Dalglish. we've got Kenny Jacket does not guarantee us promotion. Does not guarantee us playoffs. Does not guarantee that we will keep a clean sheet every week, and it does not guarantee that we will score several goals each week. Nothing is guaranteed. You wait. We get the first jacket out tweet by like the opening oh, game of the season. Yeah, by 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 the EFL <laughs> Cup on the Tuesday night, the Papa yeah. John's Trophy on the Tuesday night. We lose to Newport County or something one nil. So oh, it's rubbish. We should be spanking teams like Newport. Oh, if they go up or whatever. <coughs> Excuse me, but you know what I mean. It's like it, you're right. You're absolutely right. Success is is going to take. Possibly a couple of years, really, because of the turnover. He'll need to, all right, he'll have fresh in, to be fair. But then in that second season where they've all bonded and gelled and gone on two pre-seasons together, then they hit the ground and really smash it. So it's, it's not an instant um, return on investment, if you like, uh, from that point of view. But Dave M1812 said he loves it. I can't think of a better appointment for a club of our size and position. Success never guaranteed in football, but if it all does go belly up no one can say that the board lack ambition hopefully the angry brigade will now get off Martin's back although I doubt it yeah good tweet from Dave Steve Cab 121 says a real statement of intent from the club an experienced manager a manager who knows how to get teams promoted and someone who will have some good contacts in football well done for getting this done yeah great line there a manager who knows how to get teams promoted he's done it a couple of times he's done it through various leagues as well, and the experienced manager that we were all craving for and yeah. all wanted, who we've been critical on the board about for not doing, now have that experienced manager. Well, it was his wolf side that pipped us to, to <laughs> yeah. play off seven years ago. Still hurts. Molly, Folly, yeah, oh. they were coming off. They were coming off with a with a Premier League budget. Still, they were still getting yeah. parachute payments from back to back relegation. So it was no surprise that they. Well, were at, the, at the time, they broke their points record in the season. Brentford broke their points record in the season, and, our and so points, did we. And we our, points our points record, record. and our points record at that point in any other season other up. than that season yeah, would have yeah. guaranteed you top spot. Yeah. However, Molly Folly twenty nineteen said this is a magnificent appointment by the club, a manager of experience, stature, and achievement. Now we can truly say that the board are building on Justin's legacy. Their intent is clear. We are back on track, and I'm thrilled. Thank you, Nigel. And Kent, you have delivered. I think that needs framing, that one. That one needs framing, yeah, and pinning on everyone's Twitter walls. Bendy Bollard said a great appointment that we needed to get to the next level. Well played, Nigel, Kent, Martin and Matt. Absolutely next level stuff. Yeah, Stephen J. Clark said, imagine the meltdown when he announces his first... (laughs) 
his first lineup. It's a four-three-three with Brophy at left back. That's brilliant. Great, sweet there. That's the first Steve time I've seen that. <laughs> That's brilliant, Steve. Top man. Trousers Techno said, "Kenny, <laughs> I want to attack. I want to score goals. I want a high pressing game." That was a quote from this press conference. Just love it. We have been waiting for this moment since we last saw the same with Justin Brion, the new season. Can you imagine if Kenny Jackett hadn't have said that and he'd gone, well, to be honest with you, I like two lumps up front. I like going long ball, quite direct. Who would have loved that? So let's see. I guess whatever it takes to win a game, and sometimes it ain't going to be pretty on a Tuesday night in December away at some Barrow or Carlisle, for example. You've got to do what you've got to do to win a game. Absolutely. Portsmouth fans, some were saying, you're not going to see pretty football. He likes a long ball. He likes a target man. But, you know, he delivers. I think his Portsmouth win rate was 50.1%. Percent, yeah. So he but, wins over half his games. But, I'm all right, but I'm all right. Playing a long ball to a big target man and winning games 1-0, if that's, if that's what needs to be done. Yeah, Matt Harold, dust your boots off, mate. Um, <laughs> You've done trousers techno, yeah. didn't you? Yeah, so Alan Reeves too said, the board talked it up and they delivered. They had to re- They had to really after the debacle of last season and fair play to them. If he can put round pegs in round holes and get the best from the players we have, then happy days. No meltdowns when the football isn't like Man City, though. Good tweet. Yeah, yeah, like it. Chris Kane underscore 1992. Hello, Chris. Hope you are well. Says, exciting appointment. Some good players are available, too, on freeze. So yeah. the pull of a manager like Kenny will definitely help there. Wish him all the best. Yeah, great point. The pull of Kenny Jacket at League Two level. That's yeah. exactly what we're saying. Yeah, the pull of player that he'll get. And like he says, quite rightly, that there is a glutton of pun, uh, glutton of, of players that are going to be out of contract now. And clubs would have probably shrunk their playing budget a little bit. Yes. Because of lack of incomes and whatnot. It's all based on the FFP. So by virtue of the fact that they've not had match day revenue and the usual commercial revenue that they get, I'm assu- I mean, I'm not a football expert by uh, accounts expert by any means but I'm going to assume that budgets are going to be slightly smaller this season I think a good um, something that came out of the press conference as well was that although Kenny Jacket hasn't managed at League 2 level in quite a long time Swansea was the last one wasn't it 15 years ago he's still very aware of teams in the division and, and Mindling had kind yeah. of said that as well so it'd be good because there might be there'd be, there'd be bargains leaving clubs at League 2 level as well yeah. that you can't, you can't you'll overlook but Kenny, hope like you know, with again like we said, like his pool, will be able to get the better players out of League Two who are out of contract, and the player who might have been like, well, I'll go Colchester or I'll go Gillingham, might now be going. Actually, later on, it looks like a bit of a tasty, tasty, tasty uh, admission. Yeah. yeah. Although I don't think we could ever be compared to Colchester and no, not come out top on that. Um, Masters underscore James D said, delighted with this. Think it has a lot. I think it says a lot about the club's ambitions. But they can that they can attract a manager like Kenny Jacket, and he obviously buys into the potential, and that is hugely exciting. Very good at MS Orient, who was at the ground on Friday morning at seven forty. You nutter, chef said excited with the appointment of Kenny Jacket. Some real ambition shown by the board and Martin. We can now move forward. The managerial situation has been difficult, but the statement the club has put out is phenomenal. Loads to look forward to in E10. Rayleigh Dave said, on paper, it's a great appointment. It will be interesting to see whether an experienced manager can make a big difference. Just give me a team that gives 100%, is fast, attacking, exciting and entertaining, meaning no boring, pointless possession football by the defence, please. I think we'd all like that. It's been, a, it's been a while since we've seen that. Charlie underscore Paul said, so happy. The best appointment that could have been made. The club have listened and delivered. Well done, Martin, Nigel, Kent. And Matt Porter and the rest of the team who are involved. I'm so excited for next season now. 
let's hope we can all go. Yeah, fingers crossed. Absolutely. Dan Alton, 2590, said a sign that the club really mean business. It's great to start the summer, but that's all it is, a start. Still so much work to do, and especially in terms of staff movement and player recruitment. Get those two things right, and we'll be absolutely fine next season. I think post after that press conference, they were going straight into a recruitment meeting. So literally, you know, Martin and obviously the transfer committee have already been doing their research. It's just a question of, I guess, whether Kenny feels that that's the type of player yeah. that they want to go after. So, yeah, yeah, interesting. Fantastic stuff. Brilliant stuff. And the underscore PO16 says, really pleased. Living near Portsmouth, I've seen loads of games when the missus hasn't used her ticket. Or oh, a split household there between Ryan yeah. and Portsmouth. Pompey fans will find a negative, but they all forget the 50% win rate. Yeah. Two cup finals and the playoffs. Kenny will infuriate us, no doubt, but I take what they've had over the next four years. Great point. Great point. Tom D. Simmons underscore Tom said, been following the O's for a long, long time, and I genuinely can't remember anyone with the experience and track record that Jacket has being appointed as our manager. The gloom and doom of the last few months has been lifted at a stroke. Tremendous. That's a really good point. Really great point. Thank you for that, Tom. Les LK52. This is a huge show of intent. I assume he has no issues working under a director of football, which was my only concern. I hope the board can back in with the funds needed to get us out of this league and motor on as a club. We need to be patient and give him a chance to establish his style. But happy days. Now, I will say... Over the course of last season, there's been fans, I won't name names, who have been very disengaged with the club, very critical, Les being one of them. I don't think Les will mind me saying that You know, when we were talking about playoffs every week, he was like, no, nah, ain't going to happen. And he was right to be fair to him. But it's good to see all these people now, all positive, all from fresh start, all from a new era. And bygones have been bygones and the past is the past. And now it's moved forward, everyone's excited, everyone's engaged. And I think to, to, to an, an, analogise that is that we're all on the same train going in the same direction for once. Yeah. I think there are people, there are fractions pulling in different directions, Absolutely. rightly or wrongly. Yeah. That's no judgement or criticism, but we are all on that same yeah. trajectory of a journey now and we are all pulling in the same direction. We're all behind the club. And I dare say now people will pull out their wallets and probably spend a bit more in the shop, have renewed their season tickets maybe if they were... Dithering or dithering, yeah, yeah on, the, on the fence about it. And now, actually, some people have gone, bang, I'll renew straight away. Yeah, agree, agree. Do you know what I mean? So it's kind of, right, okay, that's a statement of intent. I'm going to back that by renewing, by buying the shirt, by ordering it, whatever, by buying both shirts that are out now, and I'll buy the third one just to show my support for the club because they've shown something yeah. to us. So, oh dear, Walsh, he said, was a great appointment, and he can see a few players signing... The contract's offered now. I think we should do better in the transfer market with an experienced manager at the helm. League one in two years. Fingers crossed. Paul, 29342483. says, fantastic appointment. He has good contacts and it'll be interesting to see who he brings in. Mm. And I wouldn't be surprised if he has a few lined up already. I've got a feeling the O's might take some stopping next year. C. Vlatas said, potentially a manager that players would love to play for, listen to and amicably respect. A great appointment in my view. Good point. Vince Howard, 73, says, well, the fans wanted someone with experience and boy, did we get one. Hopefully Kenny will entice a high calibre of player to the club. And we will really be a force to be reckoned with next season. Yeah, Parksy1881, good to hear from you, Ad. Uh, calm, considered and a gentleman. He's also had success in his career. So there must be a ruthless streak. I'm looking forward to seeing what the future under Kenny Jacket has in store. Like it. Richie J. Bourne says, full credit to the board and Martin. They deserve a lot of praise for this appointment. 
Wilco, Viggs, Brophy, and DJ. Pen to paper now, please. Dear Stu said, a superb appointment and shows a clear statement of intent. Now watch those players who are stalling and making a decision, putting their hands up and saying, we will stay now. Go on, King Kenny. Like it. SR Barber, 1986. It's a fantastic appointment. Such a huge step up from Fletcher, Ross and Joby. Always been a fan of Kenny. He always seemed to have kind words for Orient when his team played us. Dave K. Smith, triple seven, said great appointment and full credit to Nigel Kent, Martin Ling and the board. I love how Martin gets his full name uh, noted there. Uh, the supporters should appreciate the time, effort and money it's taken. Payback from all of us and give the... T- Payback time from us, from us all, and give the same effort and enthusiasm to Kenny and the team. It's going to make a huge difference next season with fans back in the stadium as well. Oh, of course it will. And a good point there about the time it took. I mean, we were all quite impatient. I think it's two fair weeks, to say. really. It was only two weeks. And when you look at the quality of the appointment, had it been like a Calderwood or someone who doesn't come with like you know the panache that Kenny Jacket comes with, you could go, well, what does it take two weeks for? But like I said, we, we won't complain about that now. Bearing in mind that Martin met eight candidates, then they went, they got sifted down to five, that then got sifted yeah. down to two. So that's 13 interviews, really, uh, 15 interviews, really, taking place. Plus, they've got to do all references and tests and reviews of tactics. I talk like this, this isn't just a, a quick sort of 20 minute coffee yeah. every time, and we've appointed someone on the strength of what they say in Costa. It's a lot of you coffee. Know, this is, yeah, it's, it is. It's a lot, it's a lot of coffee. It's a lot of coffee for Martin Ling, mate. Absolutely. Hope you're going decaf, boy. Uh, Magnus <laughs> Spugner. So if you, this is this is a great tweet. I love this one. If you supported Orient like me over the past twenty years with announcements and no disrespect, Holland, Brush, yeah. Williams, host of Italians, this is pretty big, amazing, and exciting, and I can't wait for the new season. Hopefully, player recruitment could offer similar. That's a great tweet. I totally agree. Len M four said delighted. They could have gone for the safe and let's be honest, cheap option, but they've gone for the risk. The long-term gain. It's crucial we back him this summer with signings. Yeah, love it. Wheeler Dennis is absolutely great signing. Well done to the board. No one can say this appointment is not ambitious. Not often you get a new manager appointment. So welcomed by most of our fans. So true. Nickel Mighty 79 said, it's a big statement from our club. But let's not forget how big the task is building the squad over the summer. We now have an experienced manager, but let's not get too ahead of ourselves. So a bit of calm there. Yeah, I like it. Calm head. C. Gibson underscore 89 says, buzzing my nut off with this appointment. Appreciate the owners who put their hands in the pockets yet again. But Mindling must have done a great job selling the club. Deserves a huge amount of credit. I, I do think that we have quite high stature in the game. Now. We do we do for League Two level. League where, Two level, yeah. You know, if you're well run, if you're looking at people it from the outside, yeah, great board. You know what the club's done with the streaming, what they've done with Harry Kane, what they've done with FIFA tournament. You've got all these things that add up. All you know to the outside world, it looks like it's being done properly. And I'm sure the players that play for us who've been involved in decisions have been asked for their views and opinions. They're not being treated like you're just the players going yeah. kick a football. It's what can we do to engage the fact. Like Nigel said, you know what ideas do you have that we can take forward commercially or otherwise that we can use and embed. At Leighton Orient for the greater good yeah. of the club. What other club ask their players to say? I mean, it's not well publicised that I don't follow every yeah. other club and what they do say to their players, but when you're probably a player going to sign and you know someone who has been let go or whatever and you say, what are they like? Well, I'm paid on time. I'm treated respectfully. We've had Zoom calls where we've been kept yeah. up to date, blah, blah. It's that kind of ethos and that, that attitude yeah. towards the playing side. Yeah, we were respected. 
we were highly regarded and highly thought of, yeah. whereas some probably don't treat their players that well. So it, it, it stands in us in good stead when players are asking others, well, what's it like at Leighton Orient? Yeah, good point, good point. Penultimate word on this goes to Gorillas1984, the marathon running man. Rolling contract is interesting, but with his name, we should be able to get some bigger names and reputations playing for us next season. Hopefully, the retained list sees the club's ambition and uh, and sticks around. Wish the season was starting next week, but roll on August. Love I'm alright for the time being. I'm quite happy for a rest of <laughs> Leighton Orient chat. Final word in this podcast and for the season goes to an old friend. I've not seen his Twitter handle in ages. Frank Beavis yeah. says King Kenny relishing the challenge. Drop down to League 2 and already speaking of how he wants to play high-pressing attacking football. Going to be some project and can't wait to see what next season holds. Yeah, so those were all tweets that came into us at Orient Outlook podcast on Twitter. I must say... There's a lot of tweets we haven't mentioned because although some of those tweets may have repeated themselves, there's an awful lot more where this would be like a four-hour podcast. So thank you to everyone, not only for this week, I think generally over the whole season who has tweeted us pre-match, post-match in the week on manager appointments, on anything. Massive thank you to everyone who continues to engage with us. And you don't have to be on Twitter to engage with the podcast. You can engage with us via email at orientoutlook at outlook.com. We received an email only two hours ago, I think from Gary Watts. Thank you to Gary for sending us your email. We're also on Instagram, orient underscore outlook underscore podcast. And we are also on Facebook at Orient Outlook Podcast. So if anyone wants to get in contact, please do. We would love to hear from you and encourage it, no matter what time of day. Absolutely well said, and thanks uh, as well extends to, from both of us. So, yeah. Saturday the 22nd of May, there was nothing of note, so we'll move on to today, Sunday the 23rd of May. Yeah, the club announced that following a drive to source new investment, there were new investors at the club, and now are two new board members. So, the club statement went on to briefly introduce the two new board members, who are Coley Parry, who I think has already tweeted from his account saying, Come and you owes, which is great, and Nick Samaka. So they are the two new board members, names we'll probably get more familiar with as the season goes on. The new significant investors, James Fenton, Joe Cugini, Kevin Willer, who already follows you on Outlook Podcast on Twitter, Kevin Ledge, Jason Bain, and Jeff Devron. And this announcement went on to mention there'll be a Q&A led by Nigel introducing the new investors this Friday, 28th of May, at 6pm so look forward to that absolutely the announcement also noted that in order to facilitate these transactions Kent Teague has cancelled just over £2 million of his shares in Eagle I mean that's a big chunk of change to to write off to transfer the full benefit of his generosity to Leighton Orient an equivalent amount has been written off the loan balance due from the football club to Eagle Kent remains a substantial shareholder and vice chairman and stays fully involved in the future development of the club. Now, I'm not well versed in uh, corporate ways, so I don't fully understand what what that means. In layman's terms, he's just written off two million quid because he's put the money in as a loan to the club, but he's written it off so he doesn't want it back. Because all the debate, as Nigel has said, is, is eagle, which is... Him and Ken. Yes, and I think Rich. the shares that they've sold, and I could be wrong, the shares that have sold have taken his shareholding, it's hit some of his shareholding, but he still remains the principal shareholder. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, great news. Loads of questions to ask, though, for Friday, because there's a Q&A on Friday that are 
you know, fan questions. So yeah, I mean, there's there's going to be some really good questions in there, and I think you know, there's quite a new board members, quite a few of them who I think Nigel will want to kind of get in the limelight a bit and kind of get the fans engaged with. But what great news, you know, you appoint a, a quality first team manager mm. on a Friday, you follow that forty eight hours later by coming out with an announcement about investment to get the fans yeah. even more excited. So really great to see. I look forward to putting some faces to some names and some voices to, to some names. It looks really cool. And um, I just love Kent Teague. I would, yeah, I, would love... I hope it means that he's not kind of like slowly sort of moving back and moving away from Warren. I hope he remains part of the club for a very long time. Oh, absolutely. It's... I mean, you know, I think... When we've had him on before, he said he's taken a step back this season. I think Nigel's obviously retired and as chairman wants to be more vocal out there, which isn't a problem, it's Nigel Travis for God's sake. But Kent Teague has also, you know, started his new venture in the US, I think it's fair to say, and has maybe got a bit less time for Orient. I would still expect to see Kent Teague a lot in Leighton over the season. Hope so. Providing that, you know, people can still fly as normal, hopefully when that comes back to be as it was, I think Kent is a huge part of Leighton Orient now in terms of his character, in terms of his ethos and his experience, even though he's all the way in Texas, his influence is over like the board yeah. at London level. So, and what, you know, what he's done right off, to, you know, I have trouble giving away 70 quid to the club that I think is mine. Two million quid. Right off. Absolutely. Teague, you legend. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. I, and I don't know how you go about doing that or resting your head on your pillow at night knowing that you've just dropped two million quid of your own volition. Like You've not lost it on a gamble. You've said, actually, I'm happy to give that up. So I, I guess there's probably a time where we need to have a chat with Kent and just find out how you kind of make peace with with saying I'm going to write two million quid off like how does that work because I mean that's money that I'll never have in my life so you know kudos to him but yeah I think there's probably a number of questions that fans are going to have about who has what in terms of how much shareholding how does it work what how does that impact decision making or bigger things about the club we're talking about deso pitches and um, other bits and pieces around the structure of the club and probably improvements because they're looking at improving the infrastructure so at a board meeting who has what say how does that work um, but yeah, that's uh, I, I imagine just that, thoughts going through my head. At the I imagine moment. that Q and A will be pretty lively, and you imagine it's going to be at least like a good hour, good hour and a half, because there'll be a lot to get through yeah. to introduce all the new shareholders. Yeah, I mean, there's seven of them. Or there's quite a few of them, and to get across the vision of the new board directors. So it's going to be seven. very. It's going to be yeah. It's going to be exciting, and it's yeah. going to be interesting, and you know more. It, it seems like it'll be a more, a more rounded, balanced view. It seems like. With all the new investors, there's more a lot more experience coming in of how to take the club to the next level. So, what an interesting time. Yeah. What a great time to be a Leighton Orient fan. So, at 47 minutes, let's wrap up the bad boy. That is 248 and the season. So, fantasy football update. We must say congratulations to Elliot Pierce, who has won the Orient Outlook podcast fantasy football league for this season. He is well... And truly smashed it. Well done, Elliot. He's been in the lead for at least the last couple of weeks. The table is still updating. So I don't know why I finished, but we know enough to know that Elliot Pierce has absolutely walked it. So well done to Elliot Pierce. Oh, so I lied. The table is just updated. Elliot Pierce wins. Steve Nussbaum finishes in 67th place. So 
Not decent. bad. Not bad. I was flirting with the 20s around you were. February. Early doors, yeah. Played my wild card too early. Made an absolute shambles of it. Never never got back to where I was, but I'm happy with my year on year improvement. <laughs> Good. So that then leaves us now just to do the positives uh, and negatives this week. And I think it, it's fair to say that we're all happy with the signing of Kenny Jacket. I think it's probably fair to say that, I yeah. It's a safe bet. Absolutely. That was the first positive. Second one. It's the fan base. Out of all those tweets, none are sad. Everyone is happy. Everyone is raring to go. Everyone is looking forward to see what 21-22 brings. And everyone is very optimistic and fingers across the First time in a while, I think that's fair to say. And I guess the final positive that we can draw on is the the new investors that are coming on board. You know, a bunch of guys from America who probably never heard of Leighton Orient before have been sold this little club in East London by Nigel Travis and they've gone I want some of that here's my money absolutely a testament to the board for getting yeah and to Nigel as well because don't forget it helps I think that Nigel's a fan so he can talk well 50 years ago we did this we did that we've got all this potential still and the fact he's based in the States so look you may be based in the States but so am I so is Kent so is Rich yeah Absolutely. Yeah, the main investors are all US based. So, but we have Danny Macklin, we've got Martin Ling, we've got Matt Porter, Marshall Taylor, all in the UK. So we've kind of got this superb setup. Yeah. Where we've got all of our business experience and they've got all their business experience and together we run it perfectly. And nowadays with Zoom, Google Meet, like, you literally can be talking to someone within what, 15 seconds? Yeah. Like what like across the across Absolutely. the pond, so, almost. Yeah, yeah, really good stuff. Three positives this week. No negatives. The only negative is that there won't be a podcast next Sunday. We don't get to talk about Orion next Sunday. We're having a break. A bit more We're having that. a break. In a bit. We're having a break. So time to move on into hero of the week. So could have been many candidates this week, but we are going to give it to Martin Ling. For the first time possibly this season, first time possibly in a while. First time in a while. To be fair, um, but utterly deserved. You know, he gets the credit when he does when things do well, like he gets the criticism when things perhaps don't go so well in a way. But everybody does, and he's got broad shoulders. So, no, congratulations, Martin. You are our 2021 final podcast of that season's final hero of the week. Ha, well done. So before we leave you, time for a sponsorship reminder. Do not forget, for the best plastering and rendering prices around, visit AJF Plastering. Like we've said, you can email them, go on their website, go on Facebook, Instagram, or on Twitter for your 15% off. And we must say, it's been an absolute pleasure working with James Cadby from Design Cadby. We've had a wonderful season doing the Prediction League. James Cadby is not sponsoring the Prediction League next season. So if you are looking at the Prediction League game, I want some of this, and you've got a business and you want to come on board the Orient Outlook podcast ship, please drop us an email, get in contact. We are looking for a new Prediction League sponsor and we have other opportunities as well. So if you're interested, give us an email, orientoutlook.com outlook.com they're new investors and we know some of you are following us and some of you will be listening so you want a bigger piece of the pie come and sponsor us come and get involved absolutely damn right with that <laughs> and literally I was just going to make a note in, the, in in on this and say like let's mention that but you've done that absolutely superbly so 
Thank you very much for joining us. This has been episode number 248 and I think it's fair to say that the future is looking very bright now that the club has confirmed and made a huge statement with the appointment of Kenny Jackett as first team manager. It wasn't that long ago that fans thought Kenny Jackett would never drop, and I can include myself in that, to League Two. But he's obviously been sold what our club is about, the future potential of the club, uh, and he's obviously bought into that. And a large amount of that credit has got to go to Martin Ling, as well as Matt Porter and Danny Macklin for being involved in that process. It's been a good week that got even better with the news of further investment at Orient. And it's going to be a busy summer with transfers and staff changes, as well as the excitement of a pre-season and probably a few more twists and turns throughout. So there's plenty to look forward to over the coming months for the O's. There certainly is. If you're listening on iTunes, please subscribe. Give the podcast a review. We haven't had a review now in a couple of weeks, so we're still stuck on Very 92. So we get a lot more than 92 listeners on iTunes. So please get your fingers out. Give us a review. If you're listening on SoundCloud, Spotify, TuneIn or Stitcher, or wherever you're listening, add us to your favourites and that way you'll get the podcast as soon as they are available. We're also on all smart speakers, so you can listen on your Echoes, your Alexas, whatever you've got. So it's very easy to listen to the podcast. And if there's been an Orient fan in your life who's basically been a miserable git for the last two years, <laughs> now they're on the train, now they're re-energised, re-engaged with Orient, tell them this is the time for them to start listening to the Orient Outlook podcast again. Past the pod, we say it every week. And please make sure you do that. So before we sign off again for the season, because we signed off last week, but we're going to sign off again this week. Yeah, thank you to everybody who's engaged with us over the course of the season, whether it's through the Cadby Prediction League, whether it's through uh, views on uh, what the score's going to be, whether it's views on pre-match, post-match, the squad announcements, everything that we've done, we appreciate it. And this is a fan-run podcast for fans by fans. So without the interaction and the engagement... There really is little point in us doing this. And the listens that people have given us as well, we really appreciate it. Thank you very much indeed from the bottom of our hearts. We put a lot of, genuinely put a lot of work and effort in, much to my wife's disdain, um, (laughs) about how much time I put into this. Um, So thank you. Otherwise, it really wouldn't be worth um, all the headache and grief I get at home um, to to be seeing people that, that are engaging with us. So thank you very much. Yeah, absolutely. And you saw uh, someone last night in Woodford in seasons who came and said hello. They did. Yeah, I can't remember. I didn't ask the guy's <laughs> name, but I know, I know, I, I know his face from the south stand. So uh, sorry, buddy. I, I I should have asked your name uh, or your Twitter Twitter handle. So uh, if you're listening to this and you were in seasons bar in Woodford last night then uh, <laughs> thanks it was good chatting to you so it's been great to have all the engagement like Paul said that we have we look forward to having that all next season so this has been episode 248 we will be back with 249 at some point in the next few weeks at this point we would normally sign off until late July however we know there's going to be a busy summer ahead with transfers staff changes just general news. So we'll be back at some point over the next few weeks with all the information and views that you could ever need. What podcast that's going to be? New signings coming in. Amazing. Awake it's going to be so exciting. So we will look very much forward to that. But we are always on Twitter, always on Facebook and on Insta and available via email. So don't, you know, neglect us. We're always around. So we look forward to hearing from you. And as always, keep calm, stay safe, have a great few weeks and listen to the Orient Outlook podcast. Up the O's. And don't forget, we have a back catalogue of interviews. So if you do get bored, we've got the Russell Slays, the Kevin Lisbys, the Matt Lockwoods. Baldry, Moses, 
loads of them. We've got them all on SoundCloud, so up the O's and have a great summer.